This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 193 of The Real Word. Word is up. Big, big controversy. TikTok's involved. My own IG got a little back and forth going. The Broke Agent Post, Market Watch, it's all intertwined into the first racket that we're going to talk about. Be sure you follow him on Byron Lazine. Yes. Thank you, Nicole. Mm -hmm. I, I coached you up for that. A uh, little bit. That line. He was looking, he was looking for... For follow, he's looking for followers. Yeah, go, go ahead, uh, Jamie on Instagram at Byron Lazine. Also, racket number two, we've got Wait a real time. Did you say jam up? Jam me up. Is that, me up. Is that what we? Is that what we give say? A, give me a jam. Is that, yeah. what the, is that what the kids say these days? Uh, I'm, I came up with that one. That's a that's a Byron Lazine thing. Jam you yeah. up. I want I want credit for that. Please, you don't. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> no. And then we got a, a super spooky haunted marketeer of the week. One month early. A month early. One well, month early. All right. Come on, it, I, I just found out today that October is next week. So yeah, we're getting ready. We're, we're in, in the holiday spirit. We're in season. All right. So, Nicole, if you miss this in real estate, I mean, the guy got 2.8 million followers, uh, not followers, views, views on his TikTok. Uh, this I actually saw before I even saw the TikTok. Shout out to Melanie who sent us the TikTok oh, on, on Instagram. She's obviously following me at Byron Lazine. Shout out to her. But the broke agent had posted this I'll, let's read let's post this up here and i'll read it right now what he posted which was a screenshot mm -hmm. i don't know who this is but he thought it was funny so of he posted it was it was that a, was that a twitter was it a twitter post yeah this could have been a, this might have been a twitter i think it was a twitter i post, never yeah. know what that means when they take like a photo like where the, is that from is that is, a twitter thing this happens to be from twitter okay 100 percent. okay my mom's house sold for way over asking price found out zillow bought it they really are snatching up all the homes for ridiculous prices. The closing attorney said that they do a closing every hour for Zillow, just their office alone. That's wild. Wild. So I saw this. I actually made a comment. Well, because the broke agent asks, he, he, he did a call to action. Is this true? The broke agent had a great CTA there. My comment is this is 100% true. I have seen real examples with closing statements in a Texas mm -hmm. market. That's true. I've been teasing this out for a little bit, for a little while now. Yeah, well, finally we, closed. Well, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. Let, let's get into the TikTok. There's a lot of different layers to this. So I teased this out, I don't know, maybe three, four shows ago. You can At always least. you can always subscribe if you feel yeah. like you're missing anything here on The Real World. Love for you to consider subscribing. And I talked about a... A uh, couple in Texas, full disclosure, they happen to be Family. my wife's cousin. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she's the wife's cousin. He would be, what would that, a cousin-in-law? Cousin Just their cousins. Uh, Just cousins. no one gives a shit. Family. Let's keep moving. Yeah. I I've, known, I've known them for a long time. Right. So they had two homes in the same neighborhood in San Antonio. Right. Okay. Now, these two homes uh, were investment properties because they had bought a third home in San Antonio, which they were living in. In the woods, I would say. Okay, in so they own three maybe a homes. neighboring town. Yeah. These two particular homes, mm -hmm. he's military relocating. They want to sell the two investment properties, which mm -hmm. they were using as Airbnbs. Okay. So agent number one comes over and says, you're between 240 and 260. 240 home run, sell it. 250, okay, right. market value, yep. 260. Might be a stretch. Right. Okay, mm -hmm. there's... But that's, the, that's your top dollar is 260. That's your top, top dollar because there's new construction happening mm -hmm. in that area between like 280 and in the neighborhood rather, mm -hmm. the community, okay. between 280 and 290. So they're like, you know, these are the numbers. They're just asking my opinion. 
here's the comps, da 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 da. But so each house, each house is worth the same amount. Yeah, they're in this community. They're all very similar homes. Okay. Yeah. And so, but here's what happened: we were online looking up more information because we got the one information from agent. But hey, if you're an agent, guess what? Everybody's going to be fact checking you, like. You, you're going to give them a number. They're going to go on Zillow. They're going to go on all these different places to look up what the online well, world believes I'm the value so certain of the home is. The seller is doing all that before an agent comes yeah, in. Yeah, before, after, during. Whatever. So they're doing some more research online. Common. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Going to do. Yeah. And he sees, we'll buy your house. Instant offer. Oh, so he initiated. So he sees Zillow instant offer. Interesting. The agent in that market never mentioned, hey, in our market, Zillow's doing offers. Okay. So looks into it and remember. He goes far in. I mean, he like is committing. He's like giving obviously his information over. He's giving some information. Yeah. Name, Mm -hmm. email. You know, we own the house, whatever. I feel like as soon as someone started asking for my phone number and email, that's usually when I bail. This is public information, but. I, you know, I'm so. no, no, no. I'm just saying I usually bail. Like, I'm like, nah, I'm just going to get another email. So, so Zillow's asking for information. They get a number back of 200. Immediately? Pretty fast. Like within, with I'll say within 24 hours. I mean, it, it was no, it was an immediate type of thing. Was it an thing. email, a text, a phone an call, email. an email? It was an email. And it was like a signed offer? Nope. So I'll, I'll we'll screenshot this, okay? This is what they get. They get this. Oh, look. They say market value. Market value. Starting starting estimate based on comparable homes in your area and listing. Okay. Your offer will be finalized after the evaluation. After the evaluation. So market value, $297,160. Zillow service charge, 1%. Now they know that the agent was say maybe five or six, whatever the agent quoted them at. Okay. Mm -hmm. Estimating closing costs, 2282 repairs are pending the valuation so estimate cash proceeds $291,000 so he's like whoa wow. so they reach back out to me what what do you think about this is this a scam what was their initial thing because well they, it does it does say like pending evaluation so i don't blame them like their estimate yeah. was much lower than right. than that number okay so the estimate was lower the comps in the neighborhood are lower the agent says you're going to sell between 24 and 260. They do their own. They know their neighborhood. They're looking. Right. They're like, there's no way. Yeah. To, there's got to be a scam. So I said, I don't know that market, obviously. So get a couple of more agent quotes. All the agent quotes that they talked to, one of them living in that neighborhood mm-hmm. was between 240 and 260. Mm-hmm. So they're like, what should we do? I said, well, I mean, if you can get Zillow to pay you 297 with 1%. Right. You should take That's the where money. You, go. you yeah. got two homes here, and so we're talking about, you know, eighty to a hundred thousand right. dollars of money. This is before the realtor fee that you would be right. getting. Love it. So they go through the the process. The process is very quick, of course, very easy. Mm-hmm. Are they buying both? Zillow bought them both. Both they closed on both of them. Same price for both. Same price for both. That wow. number that I showed you, the two ninety seven, yeah, is what they got. Their after the one percent, Zillow got a two for deal with these folks. After the one percent, all because the, he clicked it. 
He clicked and went through the process. They did the, the valuation, which literally... Well, Zillow's smart now. They just start attacking that neighborhood. They didn't even go, go into one of the homes. Right. So They, they didn't so, even go into one Because it does have like a repair line. It has yeah. an evaluation, nothing. They, they ended up coming back, no repairs. What ended up happening was they got the true number. So they ended up 293 before paying off mortgage. Okay. 293 off of the 297. No showings. Pick your closing date. Right. This is what happened to these particular buyers that are in my family that I know very well, and it was the right decision for them. Now, had the agent that pitched them that opportunity first brought it to Zillow, because Zillow, and oh, my, they sent me all the emails and everything. Zillow asked them on the phone and then in email multiple times, do you have an agent we need to be aware of? Right. There was no agent. They didn't sign with an agent. Right. They had gotten CMAs from an agent. Now, if that agent was smart enough to know what is going on in their neighborhood, mm -hmm. in their market, yeah. they should have said, hey, here's what the market can bear right now. Mm -hmm. There are other opportunities called cash offer prices. Here are the programs that are in our market. Like in certain markets, Zillow offers doesn't exist. Right. I buying is not happening everywhere for right. Zillow. Mm -hmm. But here in our market, it is. Now, if he brought it to Zillow, mm -hmm. he would have actually been compensated on a commission on that deal. But based, like, would, would, the, would that seller have lost any more, like, would the money be coming out of their proceeds? It would have, it would, I don't know that, yeah. but I believe it would have come out of um, the Zillow, Zillow would pay on top. On top. Now, Zillow had the 1%. I don't know exactly yeah. how that okay. would work because, yeah. listen, there are obviously, other, as a seller, I certainly don't want to we, we've bring also, an agent for you. Didn't right. do anything. We, we've all, but but my my point is, if you met with the agent initially, they didn't know at that, that time sure. about the Zillow offer. So if he was now the one presenting value, no, I'm hearing. Hey, you. let's look into this. I absolutely now they're going to be totally fine with him being right. compensated because he brought the value. Right. Well, my, not not out of their own pocket. Maybe not out of the potentially, but they were about to pay him five percent at two fifty because right. they had to sell for a military relocation. So it's like, oh, I got to compensate you. Two and a half on two ninety because you brought me this key piece of information that I didn't know. Yeah. Let's go. That's a win. Let's go. But there are other Zillow offer situations that we've talked about at length where it's seven to twelve percent fees. This is one percent. This is different. This is happening. People in Arizona and Atlanta are talking about this as well. So when the broke agent, then we're gonna get to this TikTok that went completely viral. When the broke agent posted this, I make this statement, yeah, this is 100% true. I've, mm -hmm. I've seen these real examples. Now we have what I would call your classic agent who can't see what is right in front of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now one agent, not this agent, says, we're seeing, we're seeing this in Oregon as well. Oregon as well yeah. We're seeing this. So there's another state that I wasn't aware about until I started chatting in the uh, broke agent feed, right? But now there's a Texas agent. Texas, here she goes. Texas is one of only seven non-disclosure states and by your account's bio, you are not licensed there, here. How are you seeing our closing disclosures? Oh, that, that's How where we How are you seeing them? These are our closing disclosures. Uh, some were sent to me. I, I do a little, shh, you know, they're sent to me. Safe answer. Okay, so she's very hurt hmm. that she's a Texas agent and Texas residents, they're family. Hello. Uh, take it easy. So she then she demands, which market are you referring to? San Antonio. Uh, it was a seller. And so she's like uh, talking about 
why why are lenders or buyers and this involved and that said it was a seller that valued my opinion their family you know boom right sent it over there was no buyers that involved zillow was the buyer so she says this is a one-off incident no i just told you the story they sold two homes right and it's not a one-off incident if she read the previous comment there was an agency in oregon i know people that have seen it in atlanta that are seeing it right now happen in arizona so Here's where agents, you got to be careful with what you're going through right now. And this doesn't last forever. Not disputing the market, but here in DFW, she's a Dallas agent. We're listing based on comps and still getting 50 to 100K over list price. The sellers would likely be better off listing with a traditional agent and letting the open market take care of itself. No, no, you're wrong. The open market, three agents wanted to list at 250. What if they got 252 and paid 5%? Right. Yeah. And nothing in their neighborhood. All the comps were selling at 250. Now they're going to cross their fingers and hope it gets bid up to 290 when you've got 290 in your hand with a 1% fee? Or do what? the do the 290 do the keep Zillow in your back pocket. Go ahead and then show me that you can get yeah. but you're still paying now, 5%. So now you have to be well over 300 to make it worthwhile. Cuz when I'm on the listing appointment, if they're in my marketplace, I'm always presenting the Zillow offer because like Glenda Baker said on her podcast that she did with on my podcast that she did with me, she said, "Byron, let's go over in Atlanta all of the offers because if I find a diamond in the rough, like my wife's cousin did on two properties. I want them to go take that because I want them to send me referrals because I want them to know I'm here for their best interest and I'm giving them all the opportunities available to them in the market. Now, the question is, why is Zillow overpaying for some properties? Mm -hmm. Okay, now they say that they're not overpaying, they're paying market value. Do they know something that we don't know? Is this the new market value going forward? Right. Are they going to stop doing, uh, you know, putting these homes back on the market? This home, by the way, just closed a week ago. Not on the market right now. We looked. Yep. We looked. Not on. Zillow doesn't have it posted, so it's not on the market right now. Are they holding and renting? Are they playing the BlackRock market? What do they know when they're paying so much over asking price that we don't know? Well, a TikToker got into this. Oh, we're putting on our headphones. Let's go into what. His let's thoughts. Talk and let's talk about some what ifs. What if there was a company that everybody this got used, two point eight million views. Everybody probably. used, everybody knew of to look for houses, and everybody goes on there and searches for houses when they're bored and stuff. And so that company, they just sit back and they just collect all the data. They just know what zip code is looking at what zip code and how much those people can afford. Everyone's looking at this the one most zip data. code. Everybody seems They've to be got able the to most. afford this certain amount. And let's say that billion-dollar company uses that information to go into that zip code and start purchasing houses. Because the people that are selling their houses, even though they sell it for a little bit less sometimes than what the home could actually be worth, and they pay these high fees to this billion-dollar company, it's a convenience factor. So this company's scooping up houses less than what they actually could cost. And let's say that that company... Excuse me, Canoe. That company... Buys 30 homes within a two mile radius. And let's say the price is 300,000. So they buy all of these homes for 300,000. And then on the 31st home, they buy it for 340. Even though they know all of the, all of the comps, 
Because most people have to get a loan. And if you get a loan, you have to get an appraisal, which means the appraiser is going to look at what homes have sold in the area for that size and that price per square foot. So they're paying cash. It's the dog. Like, they don't, they don't the dog. need He's no snapping appraisal. at his dog. Why would they pay $340 like for this 31st home whenever they've only paid 300 for these others? Well, what that just did is create a new comp. So when they go to sell these other 30 homes, that extra $40,000 that you could say this one sold for three forty, just made them $1.2 million. All right, so one neighbor. You can watch the rest of the, you can watch the rest of the, the TikTok. It, it's, it's linked up. Um, and let's basically say his, gonna... his point here is that they are going to drive up and manipulate the market, right? He's making the point and he has. Well, he's saying that it, he's this he's he's not he's he was very clear because in a few of his other videos there were others that were claiming that that's what he was saying but he was just it was, this is a hypothetical this is a hypothetical situation. oh yeah so yes. i mean he he's, listen he's very hypothetical he, he could be the marketeer of the week to he, bobby's point before the show is yeah. he the marketeer because he got 2.8 million views yes. on tiktok and he ended up on market watch viral tiktok accuses Zillow and competitors of manipulating the housing market. And Here's he what's a, really going on. He does a follow-up video to that on TikTok he, too. He has four or five videos that follow up to this whole thing because what he's saying, and, and he never used the Zillow word, the Z word. He didn't say Zillow. So he said, I said hypothetical. I, you know, you're wrong. And and he said, you know, the, the uh, CEO of Redfin, Glenn Kelman, who we've talked about on the show plenty of times, is tweeting about me. He goes, I don't know who follows him because it certainly isn't me. That was a mm -hmm. funny line. That was a good you line. You really enjoyed that That one. was a funny line. Yeah. But, you know, here's the thing. They're, they're saying, and, and this article goes on to... It's linked up. It's linked up. We'll link that one up as well. And then it, there's an uh, Inman article that covers this whole thing too. Uh, Kelman, in a tweet, said, would rather sell the home without owning it. So, you know, they, they've got no interest in buying these homes if they don't have have to. We just offer every homeowner a cash offer or a brokerage sale. We want to give them all the, the information. Mm -hmm. Same thing that Zillow um, says, you know, the simple truth is, our, you know, through our services and tools, home shoppers have more power than ever before at their fingertips when buying, selling, or renting their home because of the information we make available to them. By the way, that's true. By the way, Zillow just is empowering buyers and sellers. So whether you like that or not, you can't be like this Texas agent. They should just list with me because I'm an agent and I say so. And we're still seeing homes get bid up. No, they should have all the opportunities available to them and they should make the best decision for them right. and their life and their situation. Mm -hmm. There's going to become a day where Zillow, and I, I, I completely disagree with the TikToker's stance I com uh, let me rephrase that. I disagree that that is the reason they're overpaying for homes. I should say I don't completely disagree with an element of it. I'll get into that. But to wrap up the point about about the agents really losing ground here in this argument, like that Texas agent, if you're not fully transparent, if you don't offer everything, they're going to eventually be looking for more solutions online if they're mm -hmm. not already today. Well, it's interesting, and though, because your cousin-in-law wasn't even looking for another solution. He was just looking at comps. Studying at comps, yeah. just getting more information. He wasn't people, feeling like there was even another solution, potentially. People are thirsty for information, and they should be. Right. They should be getting this information. 
And in a different market where Zillow, and this is the point I'll wrap up before I go into ultimately where I think he maybe could be right, but is also wrong. In a different market where they're not overpaying, a lot of people are going to look at these Zillow offers and be like, wait a minute, 12% fees, it's less than the market value. Nicole, I'm listening with you all day. Right. I'm listening with you all day because they're a business model is not, I'm going to continuously overpay by $40,000 forever and always. And I buying which is what, you know, basically this is, is less than 1% of the total market, okay? Here's what they're doing, in my opinion, and I think I've said this before, but I'll say it once and for all, what they're doing when they're overpaying for homes. They are buying brand loyalty because they've got the money to do it. They're buying up brand loyalty. If they buy enough of these homes in San Antonio, Texas, and it becomes easy, that story gets out. They bought so-and-so's home. They closed in two weeks. Well, and I mean, now the broke agent is talking about it. Now there's a viral TikTok. I mean, it's it's certainly They just did happening. a huge PR campaign that they didn't pay for. They right. put the money into the homeowner's pocket instead. Right. Homeowners feel great about Zillow. What are they doing? They're building more trust with the consumer than you are. Are they doing it in a way that you don't like because they're overpaying for homes? and it manipulates your market, okay, th that's the argument you you've got, okay, sure. Now, here's what I will say. The element that he's a little bit right, the TikToker on is Wall Street, not Zillow, I'm not gonna put Zillow, Zillow's part of Wall Street, part of you know BlackRock, Redfin, Open Door, all of them together. Wall Street as a collective, as they own and purchase more homes, single family homes, BlackRock rent holding and renting. Zillow may be in the process of selling some, doing whatever with some, we don't know. They're going to manipulate the single family market more than ever before in the future. Right. Meaning, huh, there's a whole bunch of foreclosures coming out and we were about to put these homes on the market. Nope, we're renting them now because we don't want the market to drop that much because we have all these assets now tied up into single family homes. Right. When you control more inventory, you can control prices. If I own all the homes in a particular town, every single one of them, and people want to move to that town, and I put none of them on the market, I'm going to be getting crazy offers for my homes, am right. I not? Absolutely. If I decide to put 50% of the homes on the market, now all of a sudden I've oversaturated the market, I'm going to get far less for these homes. Right. When they own a bigger share, which they're buying up more and more shares, then they'll be able to manipulate. They can't do it now. They're not doing it now. They're not going to do it for one comp of one sale. This is Zillow, guys. It's a billion dollar corporation. They're buying a brand loyalty right now. And they are chewing it up faster than they ever have before. And, and they have a ton of brand loyalty. Three or four buyers use Zillow. So that's what they're doing. It's not a racket. Agents out there are paying for brand loyalty all the time. Billboard. Billboards. Video, We're back to the billboards. Mailers. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's paying for brand loyalty. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I enjoyed him. I enjoyed it. I yeah, thought it was a great watched. TikToker, though. Yeah, I thought it was he great. He is great. Too. Honorary marketeer of the week. I know, even Bobby, we do have a Bobby was distracted by, by his voice, but that was kind of all you, you heard. You didn't get to see him. More to come on this. I, I, I enjoyed will, him. He was animated. If you love the personal story there, what happened in San Antonio, I know we kind of switched around Market Watch, TikTok, Inman, uh, you know. Well, there's a lot going on around it. Instagram, so. follow me there. All these different places. There it is. 
you know, but if you enjoyed the personal story, I'm going to continue to follow that. See if that house goes in the market. We can recap, we update to. in the comments. Yeah. Let, it, let us know if you'd like more on that. Or if we seek up for rent even. Uh, anything. Yeah. I'm curious what they're doing. They overpaid too. for the home. So so what are they going, going two. to do Two. They overpaid for two. Yeah, exactly. Two. Yeah. So what's going to happen? Okay, Nicole, this is a great find. Racket number two. What Americans will sacrifice to buy a home? Okay, so what are the things... You would give up. What were the things that you thought? You thought dog. I said dog number one. Because well, we're talking about Gen Z. This is Gen. This is Gen well, Z. Well, this is every Gen, and then you've got the three Gens. Yes. No? No, okay. no, no. The top one is Gen Z. Okay, so this is Gen Z, and then you've got we we can also break down Gen X, X millennials, millennials, and then Z. And Z. So okay. This was G, this was Z. No, so this is all of them put together. I think you need to look up at the top, right up there. Eighty-five respondents. It was about the, the, younger the youngest adults in the, adults in the housing market. Gen Z feel the strongest about one day becoming a homeowner. Nearly eighty-four percent surveyed said that at the home major component of achieving the American dream. The survey says, "Yeah, and this is the collective." Because see, you have Gen Z at fifty-eight on on the top one, and then it's fifty-three as a collective. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is the three right. generations: so I, I X, millennials, and okay. Gen Z. That's okay. Yeah, I'll straighten you out. We're, we're putting the graph up. Boom. Drinking alcohol comes in at number one. I mean, that's insanity. You said <laughs> a dog. You I don't even dog. like dogs. It's on here. No, it's not. It's your, pet. your pet. 8.8%. one from the 8. bottom. 8.8%. I would give up my pet well before I would give you up don't alcohol. Have a pet. I know. You don't but have a pet if to I give did, up. I would buy a pet to give it up. I don't before, have a dog either. So, before yeah. I gave up alcohol? All right. So drinking alcohol, number one. I mean, that's flabbergasting. Taking vacation. I didn't even think that alcohol would ever be on the list. Like that's that's a that's a thing. It's, my, it's mind blowing to you. As a, as a real estate agent, that is a mind blowing. It has, it has. It actually, just being Nicole White, it's mind blowing. It has nothing to do with my <laughs> occupation or that I'm a mom. Just me uh, as an individual living here on earth. I would never give up alcohol. For anything? Nope. Nothing. All right. I don't, nope. Taking vacations. Would you? Nope. No. You, you got to take the vacations. Uh, buying. This is a real no, estate I thought, agency. No, I thought you were talking would I give up alcohol. Oh, you're still stuck in the alcohol. I'm still stuck in the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. I mean, buying I wouldn't give clothes. up alcohol for a vacation. So I would give up vacation. I would I would give up give, buying clothes. I would give up dining out. I would give crypto up. Cryptocurrency investments. I would give up. I mean, know, online yeah. shopping is I mean, sort of the You got to invest in real estate before crypto. That's that's ridiculous. Would, that's would, an easy I, one. I would give. I would hold off on having children. I did buy a house before I had children. I mean, all of them make sense. Oh, look, having sex. I mean, what do you... I don't even understand I it. I don't understand that one because the other ones are saving money. Monetary. You're yeah. saving money unless you're paying for sex. Uh, then maybe in that okay. scenario. So now it makes sense. Now that could... Like that could... That could... Yeah, if you're paying for sex, no, then I guess I that think would it's save you the money. having sex. The if other you ones, are, you give up uh, alcohol. You say you got a $250 bar tab a week. You can put that $1,000 towards your mortgage. It makes sense. Oh, at least. I mean, my bar tab's at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's yeah. See. All right. Uh, socializing with friends. Eating consuming meat. Consuming sugar. Now, uh, the Gen Z was by far the leader in the alcohol. Put up that survey as well, where it breaks up Gen X, Millennials, Gen Z. But it Gen still Z. was the number one in all categories. All three of them had no. Uh, yeah. Taking vacations was number one for Gen Z at 61.8%. Okay. So there you go. It still was pretty high on that list. Uh, these people, they, they don't know how to drink. What's going on? Well, you're an Xer, aren't you? What are you? I'm an I'm Xer. I'm a millennial. I'm an, I'm an Xer. You're, I'm, a, I'm in between. Uh, I think you're a millennial as well, depending on, you're like on the edge of I was of 81. It's X, sort of like yeah. that in between. You do see some, schmutz. some. Uh, I got to see it now, millennials. I think it's, again, it's eight, It's like 81. But the other, like I'm in the between. There's like this in between. 81 to 96. Yeah. So yeah. you're. I'm, I'm 81. 
You're, I guess you're a millennial, Nicole. Wow. I'm sort of in between. They, there is like this like five year gap. They there call are now it something. forty year old millennials. Huh? Is that not what we're going with now? All right. I feel great about it. All right. So, uh, what the biggest racket for you is the the alcohol? For sure. I could give up alcohol. Um, what yeah? could I not give up for on this long, list? How long though? You know, like, I mean, like to me, a week. I couldn't give up. Is there up. like a time limit on it? I know a I month? usually drink alcohol when I dine out, but I couldn't give up dining out. I love going to a great restaurant. Yeah, I mean, you could totally give up eat, uh, sugar. I mean, you could totally give up seeing your family. I mean, that's easy. Oh, seeing family's on there. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> right. out. Um, I don't think I'd want to give up the three hours of sleep every night. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, let's get into the marketeer of the week. A Rhode Island farmhouse that inspired the horror movie The Conjuring sold. Oh, it's for sale. It's on for sale. On for sale for $1.2 million. Uh, Mott and Chase out there in Rhode Island. Uh, I know a couple peeps over there. Good peeps. Have this 3,100 square foot home on 8.5 acres in Bury, Burrowville. Never heard of that in Rhode Island. It's one of the most well-known haunted houses in the U.S. So here's the deal. They've got a video. We'll link it up. This is it's, a CNN style video. It's not making me want to buy I it think though. last time we did CNN style, I said I would never do it again just because of their uh, font that they used. Awful. You are right. It was in the font. But I, I, I but there were, honestly, if you just Google it, you could find any article on this. I just picked it because I figured CNN was more better than like a local news channel. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. So it last sold in 2019. Here's a jump in price for you. It last mm. sold in 2019 for $439,000. Wow. So the current owner, though, is actually using it as an Airbnb. So now it's an attraction. So They've turned it into a business. That's where your value is now, I'm sure. So and th this is why it's the Marketeer of the Week, because uh, Mott and Chase did a scary video. They're playing into the attraction, yes. the business model that these homeowners have built into the property. They did a video based on that. The video is not the marketeer of the week because, quite frankly, Mott and Chase, the video was not that great. He, well, but the you were confused at first. The play, the marketing play of okay, we're gonna go super. We niche. know it's a haunted house. It's been it's a haunted haunt, house. Yeah. Like let's. We're gonna go all in on that. Now it reduces the market that we can sell to for sure. But we might get this ridiculously high value. Because somebody's crazy enough to believe in the business model, the numbers right. of the Airbnb, the events, mm -hmm. the scary events. Mm -hmm. And you may just find someone who's like, this is going to be like a collector item in the future. I'm going to be able to make an NFT. Bobby shaking his head. I go NFT on you in the marketeer. I'm going to be able to make an NFT on this house and sell that for $2 million because I own the real estate. Like That's where I think it could get interesting. That's yeah. what the angle I'd be marketing it. And... Man, that's what I would have been doing for a video if I was these listing agents. I would have been going buy the house and sell an NFT for three million. Like, do something crazy like that that yeah. might get picked up and get some PR. But they're the marketeer of the of the week. Uh, the The Conjuring. You ever see the movie? I I haven't. Ever have heard you? of it? Uh, no. Neither have I. Nope. Super scary. Well, they tried to make the, the better. Uh, see, I don't the, like scary movies. They make me way too anxious because it's like, what's coming? The music is like. I hyperventilate. You ever see the movie Scary Movie, Bobby? Classic. Cla what about the Black Witch Project? Blair. Blair. Blair, Blair, Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Yeah. Blair, Witch. <laughs> Blair Witch Project. Sorry. Uh, I, I don't remember these movies. I just know they're like 
There's something. They're well, the Blair Witch movies. was like they were pretending like it was real and like they did that on the camcorder, right? But yeah, that's the one. That's yeah, what I was thinking. That's about. Blair. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was called Black Witch Project because you couldn't really see anything. It was just blacked out the whole no, the whole Blair. movie. Was the Blair Witch? I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. There you go. Uh, that's that's your. Make sure you follow Byron Lazine. That's your on whole th- yeah on IG. That's but really the moral of the story. More importantly, love to have <laughs> you guys consider subscribing if you're enjoying this content. Share it to somebody who could get some value out of it. And the other story, the story at the top that we belabored over, that I belabored over, I guess, a little bit. Nicole's under the weather today. I feel great. Um, is not going away. So It's stay, not going away. Stay tuned for more of well, that. Well, so now we hear Oregon, we hear Texas. Like Arizona. It, yeah, it would be fun to hear. Atlanta. Maybe there's some somewhere else. Oh, certainly in the comments. If you've seen in your market, Zillow go over asking price significantly, not like 5,000. I mean, like any buyer could have done that. But a significant jump in value. Love to hear about it. Love to get some information on it. Send us some info. Uh, Want to know how, how often is this happening? All right. Where is it You know what would be in? fun is if we get connected to an attorney, that attorney that's doing one an hour. Mm. One an hour. I know that that was, we screenshot that. That was such a random. Super random. Post, which he also retweeted this TikToker's video. He Obviously, did. a whole bunch of people retweeted it. Yeah. And hopefully you'll retweet and subscribe to us. We'll see you guys next week. Keep it real. See you guys. Bye.